Hi, I'm Allison Dean, and this is The Concert Experience with Ricky Rebel. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Ooh, ooh, here we are. Yes, yes. Welcome, After Buzzers, uh, to another edition of the Concert Experience here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Allison Dean, and today we are joined by someone who really has hit the trifecta of milestones in one's career, in my humble opinion. Uh, he was discovered by Michael Jackson, he was signed to Madonna's record label, and he has opened for Miss Britney Spears. Of course, I am referring to the amazingly talented Ricky Rebel! <laughs> Like I said, amazingly talented. Yes. I'm not going to, I don't feel like I'm ever going to do an opening like that. Welcome, Ricky. Thank you for I'm having so me, Allison. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. I'm happy All to right. be here, too. Before we get down to the brass tacks of things, which there's going to be many brass tacks that we're going to get down to, a few uh, orders of business. If you're not already subscribing, please hit the subscribe button. It's somewhere down below me, I think. There. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, give us the five-star ratings and comment and interact with us because we love that as well. Uh, also, there is a survey happening right now on podcastone.com. It will only take you about three minutes of time, which is, come on, Ricky, that's like nothing. That's nothing. Uh, it took me maybe 1.5 minutes because I'm just really super quick with my, my fingers on the, on the keypad. Uh-huh. Uh, but basically, the survey is just going to help us identify the things you like, the things you're listening to, the frequency with which you're doing so, and that helps us big time. So podcastone.com, that's O-N-E. Okay. All right. Ricky, so was- for those... Those not already familiar with your mega work. awesome work, yes, uh-huh. uh, you've been in the game for a while. Uh, give us some True. background on how you ended up in your first group, Forbidden, which became No Authority. Ooh, you have been doing your research. <laughs> <laughs> not very many people know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, tell us how did that all happen? Like, how did the group assemble? I mean, did you know the three other guys? Did you not know them? I did. I okay, knew, I knew them. We used to do dance competitions together. Okay, and I used to kick their butt. Oh, <laughs> okay. So already started off competitive. With Why each does that? Other, that doesn't surprise me. No, that yeah, no, 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 surprises, no. We came together at uh, we we auditioned for the group, and then we ended up all making it. And what's very interesting, nobody really knows this, is that in the in the boy band, they wanted me to be in the background singing for another lead singer. Oh. Yeah. But that's I not going to work. That's not going to work. No, that's not, not going to work. This, not with you. Not with all of this going no, no, on. No, no, no. I wasn't having it. So I would get in the studio and I would lay down the vocals really quickly. And before you know it, the uh, the engineers and the producers were like, let's just have Ricky lead, do the vocals and, and do a lot of the leads. Because uh-huh. so. they refer to you as the lead of No, no Authority. Like yeah. every... I don't know, everything I read, yeah. you were the lead. I was the, yeah, the Beyonce. You were the Beyonce <laughs> of the desk. Yeah, you were. Yeah, well, you were. It, it, it was a process. It was like, it, I had my, 
I started off with sharing some of the leads, and then as the group expanded, I got I took more control of everything. Right. They kind of like we were wearing and what we were saying, what we were doing. I started to get more and more into. You were fifteen for that, right? Yeah, sixteen. That's crazy. Up to like twenty-ish, twenty. How did Michael Jackson get the demo that he got? Like, in terms of discovering you guys, how did that happen? There was this really cool A&R guy named John O'Cohan who came to the studio and he heard us sing acapella and he was hearing our demos and he was like, oh my God, Michael is going to love you guys. Michael's going to love you. And we're like, oh, cool. Some representative at, at Sony named Michael. And we had no clue which one it was until later you said okay michael jackson wants to see you guys now and you were like oh that michael oh my god yeah the michael jackson it freaked me out i yeah rightfully rightfully so so what is your favorite memory of your boy band days my favorite memory oh my god i loved when we were in germany and we were on tour with aaron carter oh of all people aaron carter and after the show's like the the fans started liking our shows uh-huh. just as much as Aaron Carter's or more. They would like start screaming "No Authority," and we came off the one of the shows and into our tour bus, and all of a sudden these girls just like just stampeded towards the tour bus and started shaking the bus back and forth, and it was really fun and scary. And I got up on top and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Like, to a shaking tour bus that was, like, going back and forth. That would have been a helpful thing to capture if, like, cell phones were as prevalent as they are now, oh, right? Yeah, It would exactly. have been, like, a viral I video. I wish. I mean, I was, like, the first one carrying around, like, a, like my own little camera everywhere. And, like, you're crazy. Why are you taking photographs? And why are you doing... Uh, hello. Uh-huh. I was hello. doing selfies, like, way before selfies were in. So you're, like, a selfie... Uh, like literally a queen of selfies. Yeah, like I I, I started it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would get so annoyed with me, but I need to be yeah. better at my selfie game. Actually, okay. Have you kept in touch with anybody from? Yes. Okay. I, I talked to one of the band members named Tommy. Okay. McCarthy. Nice. And I also speak to Eric Stretch. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's actually pretty impressive because I feel like in a lot of these cases. Sometimes when the boy bands disband, yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, I guess not in all cases. The Backstreet Boys, they get back together. Yeah. Wait, do you think you guys are going to ever have like a reunion? They are, they're asking me to do that. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. I mean, it would be kind of interesting. It's not like you would have to totally abandon who you are. It's just you're bringing that flavor to. Yeah. And I thought as long as we can all do our own songs, you know, I'd be. I'd be open to that, but I wanted to start doing it. Like I was like, if you guys are serious about it, we have to rehearse. We have to do this, that, and the other. And, and they were like, "Oh, never mind." And then, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, just like old days. Ricky cracking the whip, and they not wanting to right. rehearse. Okay, they like the they like. I'm not. I'm not saying anything mean about them that they probably wouldn't agree with me on. Is that they really liked partying back then, mm-hmm. and they're not going to say they didn't. They're really into the party scene, and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, but I was more. Uh, I. Uh, I was different. I didn't. I went the to work. bed working. Work. Working has always work. been my thing. Like getting, yeah. being better, singing better, performing better has always been what I've been interested in. So, and it shows. Thank you. It I does. That's why I'm here on your fabulous show mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. All right. So you left the boy band days behind. You reemerged yeah. as a solo artist, I did. writing and producing everything, which. You're going to, like, write a memoir one day because yeah. that's really impressive. Thank you. Um, your first EP was Manipulator. So how did Manipulator all come together? Unveil yes. itself. Yes. How did it unveil itself? 
I was in a couple of My Chemical Romance music videos. I know this. You know this? I know this. Gerard Way uh, handpicked me out of a bunch of people to play this character called Showpony who is, who is androgynous. So I, I played a character who was kind of, you couldn't really tell if he was a boy or a girl. And I was on skates and everything. And I saw him on set and I saw the way that he was interacting with the director, the camera crew and everything, like really taking charge of his career. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? I want to do that. I want to be that person. I want to be the one who is saying, okay, this is where this goes, and being really kind of self-managerial of mm-hmm. my own career, uh, being my own manager. And that's how Manipulator came out, because I, I, I actually read the definition of it, and there's a good connotation to being manipulative. Yeah. yeah, it's it's about managing things. And kind of managing your destiny, in a way. Yeah, because manipulating if you, my, des- my own destiny. Yeah. And that's what... That's why I came up with that. Sometimes it's better to take control of your all your stuff as opposed to relying on other people to do it for you. Amen. Right? Amen, sister. I mean, if you can. Some people, it's, you know, it's not inherently easy for them, and they need other people. But if you're someone... I kind of can understand right. how you're what you're what you're saying because yeah. uh, I tend to be I think of a similar a similar regard. Uh, yeah, it's just you get more done sometimes. Real, yeah, and you have to have the courage to to do it. You do, you know, and not let like uh, criticisms or negative thoughts get in the way and just be like, you know what? I have this vision in my head. Mm-hmm. I have this idea that I want to do. I want to perform. I want to sing. I want people to come to my shows. I want people to love it. So do it. Do it. Do hashtag do, do it. it. Yes, totally. Don't so wait. okay. Um how has it been so thus far navigating the whole biz as a solo artist from gaining the or having the success that you had as a as a teen into your early twenties and then to kind of just have to go on it by yourself? What's it, that been like? It's been rough. <laughs> Allison, I, it's been rough. No, really. I mean, it's, right. it's been, I, I've had to learn a lot of things. I, yeah. I never really, the label used to take care of that when I was signed to Sony and, and Maverick. They used to take care of all those things for us. Something as simple as your own website, learning WordPress or uh, producing your own music, learning right. how to do Pro Tools. and But that's, but when I think about it now, I think about how cool it is that I actually do have control over all those elements now and now it's one of those things where hey Ricky do you want this photograph no I want this photograph and you know what let me just handle that let me make the flyer and we'll be all good or let me I'll produce this song you you want a song like this for, for, for something I can produce that and I can do that for the show or whatever so okay do you feel like though like let's say you just get the craziest offer from a major label right do you feel as though you would be able to walk back into that and say, like, kind of relinquish some of that control? Or do you feel like you would go into it saying, I'll do this, but A, B, C, D, and E? <laughs> I picked that option right there. Yes, I'll do this, but there are a bunch of stipulations to that. Yeah, because I just think, in especially in today's music, mm-hmm. I don't know, the whole spectrum of music, unless you're one of these really A players, um, that a record label really puts their money behind, you know, a lot of people I think are more in your camp where they really have to navigate it kind of on their own and, and being their own show pony. Yep. Being your own boss. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So and, and it's fun. It's fun. I like hiring people. I mean, I, I love uh, hiring the, the directors and the people who make music videos for me and and having a say in, in what happens in, in the video and whatnot. And I love my band. Yeah. 
My Talk about your amazing. band a little bit. I love them. They're so cool. I have an electronic violinist who is a Grammy Award winning violinist, Allison Montes. Great name. We love her. She's my twinsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got uh, T. Keys, who's on synths. I've got a drummer named Robert Platts, who's amazing. Colorado Pesinado, who's in Japan at the moment. It's coming back soon. I've got uh, bass player Harley Dugan, a friend of mine named Jonathan Fairchild on backing vocals. And it's just a, and Mallory Butcher, a dancer. So, I mean, it's just, we're called it's the a Rebel. Tribe. It's a tribe now. It's It's like a real rebel mafia. And it reminds me of back in the day when Prince had Prince and the New Revolution. Yeah! That's this is my revolution. These are my, it's my your revolution. Yeah, my revolution. Do you like that? I, I yeah. I was gonna write a song called Revolution. Oh, good. Okay. So I, I, I thought out. I was being really witty just now, and then I was like, oh no, Ricky already thought I'm I doing thought a song it. about it. Okay, that, but I like that. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so the most recent album was the Blue album, and I correct. We can see that Ricky does love blue, and I'm of course wearing blue in Ricky's honor as well. Yeah, I just I kept it simple today with the blue. I just had the blue hair. No, I think it looks fierce. It looks so fierce. You do blue like nobody does blue. Thank you. It's true. Blue is a complex color. It, pfft, complex. Yeah. Lots of meanings, right? I think so. I mean, I, I love blue because of the fluidity of it. Mm-hmm. And I find blue to be very calming. Serene. Serene. Yeah. But then it's fierce, too, because, you know, you think of blue, you think of the ocean, and that's like, you know, a bottomless pit of... Despair. Well, <laughs> it could be. It could be. Or it could be a bottomless pit of wonderment. I mean, depends uh, yeah, on, I guess, how you... Ra- right? A whole new world. Yes, Ariel. Come on. <laughs> speaking my language. Okay. So, we opened the show listening to your... So, you just released uh, a new remix, a Hector Fonseca remix of Star, and we heard a bit of it. Right, right. Which... I freaking love that song. I actually loved. I loved the one that was on the album, though, too. You like the original? Thank you. I really do. I like both. But how did the collaboration come together with Hector and you? He got a hold of the blue album and he said, "I love, I love your voice." And that was the first thing he said, "I love your voice." And I love, I love what you're, what you stand for, as far as like the androgyny and and being kind of like open about everything that I am. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on with me, but I'm very open about who I am and what I like and what I don't like and etc. And he was into that and he said, there should be more guys like you out there. And I said, I agree. (laughs) So let's do, let's work together. And he's like, okay, cool. So he got on it and he produced the star package for me and released it on his record label, audio foreplay records. I love it. Is he going to do another remix of another song? He is He is going to be heading this new project I'm working on, the Savior Remix Package. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's my next I think we have a single. little bit of the Savior song. We can play a little tidbit of it for everyone if they haven't already heard. It's not going to be the remix, though. Yeah, this is my version. Ooh. I know. It's like, it's like an interlude. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna do what you're doing. Mm, with the hands. Not as good as you, though. I just wanna hear the chorus. I love the chorus. The chorus I love is the chorus. Great. I love the chorus. Right? Yeah. It's so good! It really is so good. Anyway, everyone, Thank you. everyone buy the album, cause it's really fun and good. Um, 
All like right. the handography. I do have to ask, because I did watch the remix of Star, the music video, and you're doing some fierce, you're giving me some fierce Madonna voguing in that video. Yes. Am I right? Yes. So can you, you maybe like, chair dance a little bit of some of the moves? Yeah, well, there's like the, the arm movements, you go here, uh-huh. here, yes. here, here. Here, here, okay. here, here. Uh-huh. Then you go one, two, three, hit four. Uh-huh. Five, six, seven, hit eight. One and a two and a three and a four. And pose six, seven, hit eight. I can do the pose right now in my chair. I mean, it can be any pose. That's what's cool about Vogue. It's just like you can... That was like my favorite song growing up. I loved it. Vogue I loved it. is like... Can the best be very masculine it could be very feminine mm-hmm. it depends it could be very like uh, uh like like femme or it could be like tut tut strong ka 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 so it's very me choreography 101 with Ricky Rebel right now in the house thank you thank you thank you thank you no um but it speaks to me. I mean, it's, it's very, it looks good on stage too. When it you looks vogue, so good on stage. When you pose and you lift your leg up. And voguing, uh, flexibility is a very important thing in vogue as uh-huh, well. Uh-huh. Well, and you're flexible. And I'm pretty flexible. You're pretty flexible. Yeah, so. How are you maintaining that flexibility? You just have to, like, do the splits every day. Well, I love to do Pilates. Uh huh. Have you heard of it? I actually love doing Pilates as well, Ricky. Uh, well, we have that in common. <laughs> no, don't we? <laughs> I'm wearing a very athletic outfit for you today, so. I appreciate it. And mm. it's also giving me a lot of Fifty Shades of Grey. It is, it is. Which I also appreciate, because I love Fifty Shades of Grey. Now you you, do. You've heard it here first. I do. I do. I Um, haven't seen it yet. You're going to kill me. We can watch it together. We'll have a slumber party. Totally fine. We'll invite the whole band, too. So it's all good. Fifty Shades of Grey. The revolution. Um, All right. So another single on the album. I don't know if it's going to come out as a single, but I freaking love it. Uh, <gasps> you love that song? I love that song. Sekaijuno. Sekaijuno. So tell around me about that. Yes. It's around the world. I want to know what does it mean? What? Uh, everything. Because the influences are so different from all the other songs on the album. Right. And I love it. Oh my god. When, I, when we perform that, there's like this like vibe that goes across the, the Everyone's audience. mesmerized. Yeah, they're just like... Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, it uh it's called Around the World and in I have this thing for Japanese culture and and uh-huh. wanting to perform in Japan and tour in Japan. So it's just kind of like my love letter to them and saying that I'm coming to you. I'm coming. To I'm you. coming Japan. We are going to come one day and and join. So and- you haven't been there yet. I haven't been there yet. Oh. It's just, I'm, I want to go so bad. I want to go. What I really want to do is, is travel around the world. That's one of the main reasons. I'm a Sagittarian, so I want to travel the world. I want to perform everywhere. So that's me just putting it out there and, and kind of like pre, pre, uh, looking into the future and how I'm going to feel mm-hmm. about leaving certain people in my life and how I'm going to reconcile that already. I'm I'm re- reconciling that in my mind before the, it actually happens because I've done this before. Right. I have been on tour before. I have toured the world, and I know there's extreme loneliness. And so that song is just kind of like pre preemptive, like making peace with that before. It like happens. the mental preparedness that yeah. you're going to need. And that no matter where I go, I'm still going to love this person. I'm still going to miss the person, and um, they're coming with me. Even if they're not there. Okay, right. Okay. And, and also, no matter where I go, I'm always going to feel like me. You know, right. sometimes we think like, oh, well, if I accomplish this and I move here, if I do this and go there and go, it's like, I'll feel different about who I am. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, we are who we are. And if you're not totally embracing all of that, there's going to be a lot of struggle. I agree with you. And that's you. what it's about. 
it's so it's deep. It's deep. It's I deep. love it though. It's I like the do. Ocean. I mean, okay. So when you say, you know, if you go and travel the world, you'll have to leave people. You're not saying leave them forever. It's just leaving their physical space for an undetermined amount of time, or sometimes a determined amount of time if it's a tour. And that's, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, it's hard, but they're Skype now. There is Skype. That's the, the great thing. So I'll have there's Skype. There's Skype to be and with there's my loved ones. gifts that you can send it's, one it's another. It's a different time than it was when, you know, there you we go. were doing it with Maverick and, it's different. and Britney Spears. I mean, we didn't have almost, Skype. You can reach out and touch someone almost. Yeah. I'm going to, I think I'm going to really enjoy it this time around. I mean, there's really, it's like you, it's almost hard to not be connected. I mean, you know, it, being connected is the easiest thing in a way. I see. Because we have it everywhere now. I mean, we go yeah. to bed and our phone is here and our computer's next Facebook, to us. And, uh, Instagram, you know what I mean? everything. It's just right there. Yeah. I mean, physical presence, obviously. It's like the energy you get when someone's next to you. I get it. And you know what else it was about, too? I forgot to try to mention this. It was about a breakup. So the you, song, the song around the, char- the world. Okay, yeah, the character he wants to go around the world to escape the pain that he's feeling from the breakup. Ooh. That's what the song is about, too. Like Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, I did you see that movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> All these great movies I haven't seen. I, I love film too. It's an older movie with Julia Roberts, you know, and she yeah. goes through a breakup and she decides she to... travels and eats and prays and loves. See, but I mean, she travels to like certain places for each of those little key pieces. But anyway, it reminded me what you just said. Yeah. You know, you go through a breakup. Sometimes it's great to just flee your current space Wait. and go see some new stuff, new stuff, and be inspired. New people, and, new, people new, yeah. new trends. That's what I, I really wanted more than anything in the world. That's I think you nailed it. Like new people and new customs and new food and everything. I want to experience that. Well, especially living in LA. Um, I grew up here. You're from here, yep. mm-hmm. uh, which were unicorns in that regard. Yeah, very rare, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but so I think because we've both grown up here, it's that much more important to go out and see the world and interact with other cultures and just kind of – LA is a bubble in a lot of ways. So you have to it, – it just it's a humbling thing to, to leave your the space that you know. And I think when you're an artist especially, there's a layer of just inspiration that happens everywhere. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I hear that in your songs. I mean, obviously, traveling is something that really lends itself to your music. Yes, yes. I'm very inspired by it. You are. I'm so saggy that way. You're so saggy. I'm a cancer. What do you have to say about that? You guys are uh, really warm, like the mom. That's the mother. Oh. Mother energy. You know, I feel like a lot of my friends would... Maternal. ...would be like, yeah, you're right, Ricky. Cancers are very maternal. Allison is. They love the home life. They love taking care. That's true. And they're also like the crabs. They have a really hard shell on the outside, but inside they're... Soft and mushy. A little mushy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should have said that. Um, <laughs> all right, so a bit of a, a segue. Okay. Uh, representing the gay community in a strong and positive way is really important to you. Very much so. Uh, in an interview with Music Times, you mentioned the phrase, the new alpha. Correct. Explain what that is. The new, the new Alpha. I'm actually working on a new record. It's going to be called The New Alpha. <laughs> That's You heard it first on After Buzz TV, the concert experience I with Alice and Dean. I love it. That's my next record. I've already written the song for it. I've written a bunch of other songs that are kind of in the vein of what it is I'm trying to speak about. The, the New Alpha is a man who is comfortable in, with himself, comfortable with his sexuality, and is somebody who can is the yin and the yang energy, right? There's yin and yang. Like a balance. A balance. And I think a lot of men these days are like, I gotta be buff and I gotta be workout. You know what I mean? To prove that they're 
like the alpha. Right. But nowadays, I feel like the alpha is the guy that just walks in there with confidence and makeup and hair and whatever he wants to wear to express himself. And he's going to get the love and support from women and from men. So who's the alpha now? Because at the end of the day, he's going to get more support from his crew than the macho guy blah, 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 well, I running think around everywhere. In general, I think people are drawn to those people that kind of they have a very clear sense of their own selves. You know, people are attracted to people like that as opposed to people that may be giving off airs of, of a certain characteristic, but right. they're not really, they're not, not being genuine on some level. And yeah. so, I, yeah, I just think in general, at least strong people, I think are always drawn to strong people who, who, you know, are giving off good energy, good, strong energy. Exactly. And I'm, I'm not saying that, oh, these buff guys are like all inauthentic no, 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 or anything. Right. I mean, I, I love that too. It's just, it's just the, a confident male who's just, but make sure you investigate some of these more feminine aspects of your personality and not only, and not be afraid of the fem, feminine or, side or of bring yourself. it down or it's not weakness, you know, to be sensitive or to be vulnerable. These are all very strong things to be. So that's what the alpha male is all about. He's like, the new alpha. So what about an alpha female? What does that look like? Can I be an alpha female? Yeah, or the no? new alpha girl <laughs> is the same way. She's very balanced. Okay. I, I Yeah, okay. I might need to be more like, maybe I need a little bit more balance, though. You'll have to do therapy on me. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay, after. we can talk about this. On the couch. Um, okay, while we're watching. While we're watching Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah. And or Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. Um, a couple years ago in... Uh, a UK interview, So So Gay, you mentioned, I have a purpose to help the LGBT community, especially gay teens. I want them to love who they are. And that that quote really made me think a lot about everything going on with Caitlyn Jenner right now, um, because she is sort of uh, really paving a landscape for people to um, be accepting of anybody, no matter what. And I mean, certainly she is a new alpha on many levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so living her truth that takes courage. Living her truth. Um, in your opinion, or in your mind, what does the landscape for the LGBT community look like? Kind of in the next five, in the next ten years, like based on these people progress. kind of coming forward. We are making so much progress right now. Which is great because more and more celebrities are coming out. And I think that's super important because it gives young people somebody to look up to. Yeah. They look at, like, they'll, I've gotten tons of fan mail of, of, of gay people who are gay teens who have contacted me and said, you saved my life. Your influence kept me from wanting to commit suicide. And that means the world to me. That's what I write my music for. I write my music for people who have felt like an outsider who felt less than because of who they are or because of how they feel inside. Yeah. Okay. But I think that there's a lot more work that we, that needs to happen. And I think there's a, uh, a homophobia that exists within actually the, the community itself where the gay, gay men only want gay men to be masculine. And if you're not, then you're kind of putting a bad name to be to what it means to be gay mm-hmm. and i say to that i say well first of all i i'm more masculine in certain ways than a lot of people will ever be that these these big these other guys are talking about right there but i'm also wanting people to know that you could be 
both and. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to be feminine. It's okay to be masculine. As long as these are coming from uh, these feelings and you're expressing from your heart. Right. You know, and I just don't like it when I see kind of like gays kind of hurting other gay, gay people and saying, well, you're pushing us back and things like that, which I I just saw a YouTube video on it. You did? Yeah. It broke my heart. You know, the boy on like, um, He's on American Apparel ads, and he was, like, voguing in the background. To, Maybe. Yeah, to, like, a newscast. Okay. I saw one of his videos, and, and he's so young. He's saying that, that a lot of the – that he that he gets some male – hate mail from other gays. And that just breaks my heart. Because – but I also How see How is it, that happening? But I also see it in music. I see that I don't really get as much support as, say, like, a girl. Right. You know, who's starting off. And other, other gay men are kind of – some gay men, I'm going to put this, some, are a little bit intimidated by my success. Okay. And they, they don't want to elevate that because at the end of the day, we are men. And men want to what? Like, dominate, compete, be the best, be the greatest, and all that. So what I want to ha- see happen in the next five years are more more men, especially I'm talking about specifically um, being gay and male, more men supporting each other. Mm-hmm. More, more like... Um, out singers like supporting each other, Adam Lambert, Ricky Rebels, more uh, Sam Smith, people coming out and and doing it and supporting one another and doing like tours together, just the way Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Rihanna, Madonna, Beyonce, such you know there, you, the list goes on and on for girls, but I want like fabulous boys to come out. You know, guns blazing. Is there not a tour already with like that? Doesn't make any sense. No. Ricky. I'd be, like, in it right now. Maybe we should start it. No. Truly, I don't even understand how that's possible. No. That's so surprising to me. Because you know why, like I said, gay men, a lot of them do not want to see other gay men succeed. It's sad. Yeah, see, that doesn't some, make that doesn't make some sense. Some gay men, I'm not gonna right, put, not, I'm not all. all because there, I've gotten tons of, of of gay men support, like where they're like, "Oh my god, I love what you're doing. Please don't stop." But I have also seen like where I, you know, I have been scheduled to perform, and they said, "Oh no, we're gonna have uh, this girl and this girl instead of you." Sorry, you know. So it's like the guys are okay to to support like the drag queens because they're not really a threat, or they're okay to support the. Um, what is it? Uh, or, or female artists. Mm-hmm. But it's time to really pump it up and to I say, agree. you know what? We need the male version of Madonna. We need the male version of Beyonce, male version of Taylor. There's room for all of us. I'm like literally my like business brain is going right now going, really? this tour This tour needs to happen. It, does. it would be so successful. I really do truly believe. I mean, well, everything you're saying, though, really lends itself to even, you know, the female landscape of just women in business or women in any industry. Uh-huh. Because oftentimes women behave the same way very similar oh my god that's what it is yeah you guys are experiencing you guys feel the same thing probably yeah it's very similar because there are some women that obviously are the first to want to help and be helpful and rise rise the next female up uh and then there are many others that uh, and whether whether that comes from insecurity or or whatever that stems from fear fear fear, insecure whatever it, it does happen yeah um but i I will always be the one to, if someone needs something, as long as they're nice to me, you know, I mean, if someone's being mean, I don't know, but no. <laughs> you know, if they're being, if they're a nice person, I'm the first to be like, let's go get a coffee. Let's like, let's how talk. can I help you? Yeah. Well, let's try. Things are happening for you. You oh, know, because love you. <laughs> how you treat people is what you give. It's everything. Okay. Seriously. We have to talk about this tour afterwards because I just think it's a fabulous story. Like, 
I mean, even yeah. if it's only in like four cities, like even if right. it starts small, like you go to like the big one in L- one in San Fran, one in L.A., one in Chicago, one in whatever. I mean, you choose, or you know, it even can go to I know Europe. A bunch of boys that are just going to be wanting to call me right now. Yeah, no, but truly, it. it should it should happen, and it should actually be something where you involve um, like all the organizations that champion the movement okay. and are behind it. Now I'm getting inspired. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you encourage them to be a part of it because they need they. Need need a set of of people that can help their message reach more people. And so if you have a lot of artists that are willing to step forward and be those representatives, I say, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, truly. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think it's a genius idea. You heard it first here. Okay. Lots of firsts here on AfterBuzz TV that we're thinking about. I'm like about. bringing out all the firsts. Yes. You hear that, Stephen? I'm bringing out all the firsts. Okay. Um, hello, Stephen. Producer Stephen in the in he the booth over there. Did he, oh, did he leave? He, oh, He's like, oh no, it's not Stephen. Oh, oh I'm just being. One. I'm being. Tr- Look, he did say. He said, I'm only going to be in there for five minutes, and he didn't lie to me. Hilarious. Um, all right. So as everyone can tell, uh, you love your fashion. I do. You do. I'm not, now I'm segueing again. We're going from like, but then again, on tour, you're going to have to. You would step out in some fierce fashion. So I guess it totally does. It's an appropriate segue. Yeah. Um, it's a major, major focal point. You want to go see a Ricky Rebel show to see what he's going to sport because it's going to be fierce. Um, and also, if you look at like any of his album artwork, which he styled the whole thing, did all the costuming, it is like it'll blow your mind. You have become an Us Weekly fashion contributor, which I think That's is true. pretty epic. How did that happen? My thanks to my PR agent. Oh. Thanks to your PR agent. Chrome PR. Oh. We love her. Very good Chrome Shout PR. Shout out to Lee Renji. I mean, what has that, has that helped in any way? Have you been getting any, oh, what, yeah. what has come from that? Just people just wanting to talk to me about fashion and people reaching out to me uh, that, that love us weekly. Uh-huh. They, they're coming and they're following me on my Instagrams and on my Facebook, etc. I did ask you if I should wear my kimono thing or not. Because and I, I totally gave you the thumbs you up did. for the kimono. You said, nope. Rock the kimono. Rock thing. the kimono. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very like sharp too. My mom will tell you like like she'll, she'll be like what what's wrong with this outfit or what should I do? You're like, like that. Just cinch it. Cl- yeah, call yeah. it a day. I feel like I should call. I should just very like quick. Skype you for any outfit I, I mean, issue really, I have. Really quick. I don't I, I don't like it when people are like um I don't know. Well, put this on and put this on. Put the. I'm just like no no yes yeah go yes. we're done. We That's what have, I like. We Time. Have to think about it. Efficiency. Let's go. Let's go. We got. Gotta they got here. things to I do. I wish people would do that with me. Oh, really? Why? How long did it take you to get ready? Well, for me, like, it depends. Sometimes I'm just, I have it in my head right. already what I want to do. With you? With you. And then uh, and then sometimes just like, I have nothing to wear. I'm throwing <laughs> clothes, just throwing. Been there. Like, I just want to. Why isn't it working? Yeah. Just want to be naked or something. It'd it would, be so much easier. It'd be simpler. It'd be simpler. It'd be simpler. Do you watch the show Dating Naked? Have no. you seen that show? I saw like one episode. My one of my friends was in it. No. Okay, we'll talk about that after. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Okay, yeah. so do you think maybe with all this fashion stuff, uh, eventually you would want like your own fashion line? Oh. Heck oh, yes. Okay. Hell yes. Like, would it be like a tour, like fashion line where Lenny Kravitz would be wearing that stuff, or would it be like an everyday fashion line that I could get at Target or something? Well, we're gonna have to think business wise. It's gonna be for everybody. Okay, it's so Target it is. And then maybe because then we'll you're do, like, best hot friends, pieces. yeah, we'll do like hot pieces, like couture pieces for for, for Lenny, things. for Lenny, right? For Lenny, and then for, for David Bowie, else, we'll think of like really good, even like even good fitness stuff too, because I'm really into fitness as well. So I want to make like DVD videos, Pilates videos. I'm going to totally be in that video. With the fashion, with you're in it, of course. I'm casting you in it. 
Yay! I have plans, people. I want to be the the um, gay Bill Gates. No, the gay Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So actually, you and I both then need to be on Celebrity Apprentice at some point. I would love to be on I that show. That would, would love as well. Kill. That would be crazy scary, though. I yeah, mean, but in a good way. The lazy money part. That would be like the... I'd be like anxiety out of control. It would be so good because you'd be raising money for exactly the causes that mean something to you. That's true. You, you would be think like, about, you got to think about that. Yes. Huh? You are so positive. I love that. <laughs> you always look at the good side of things. I, I try like to. Although it bites me in the butt on some shows because like, for instance, I'm on the after show for So You Think You Can Dance, right? And sometimes, you know, I'm looking at all these auditions and I'm trying to be encouraging of some people, <laughs> right? And like, then the, the comments on YouTube will be like, Allison, you really need to be more honest. Like, not everyone is. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, uh, anyway, I, 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 it's a it's a thing I need to improve on. Maybe a little bit more like, yeah, glass half empty a little bit with them. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, lots in store for you. Tell everyone what is lying ahead because you've got some shows coming up. I want to hear about that. I want to hear project stuff that's coming up for you. Let's start with shows. Well, we've got this great show coming up in San Francisco at Beatbox. My producer, DJ Hector Fonseca who is the his record label, Audio Foreplay. I'm on it. And he's letting me perform during his set in San Francisco at Beatbox. When is that? It's going to be July 4th. On the 4th of July. Yay, yay. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so exciting. It's so great. Love that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's, it'll be my first um, San Francisco performance. Really? As Rebel. Yeah. No. Yeah. So when you're there, you better start. How you doing, San Francisco? How you doing? How you doing? I'm coming for you. He's coming for you. I'm coming for you. You better like mentally prepare yourself, San Francisco, because I'm gonna vogue you. He's gonna, gonna vogue the vogue, vogue the crap. hell. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> all right, and then what about project wise? We know about the new Alpha album. That's good, sort of it's marinating right it now. Is so marinating right now. And then I have. Uh, the new we're working on a single coming out and uh, this is exclusive but John Dish the DJ is going to be remixing Savior and John Dish is just incredible even Tiesto is spinning his tracks so Tiesto better be spinning your track that he does yes that's what we're hoping for I love that song though. I feel like Tiesto should do that. He could do something cra- like cray cray. Yeah, I haven't heard the actual. He's working on it. Sean is working on it right now. I haven't heard it, but I'm. It's sure. going to be epic. I think it's. I have this feeling. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be epic. Great. I'm like you. Yeah, you heard it your first. It's going to be epic. I'm it's telling you, be- I have not heard any of it, but I feel it. I just got the feeling of yes. Um, all right. Well, I feel like this all sounds very exciting. Now, are there any other tidbits that you need to share with all of our viewers before tidbits? we wrap it up? Well, everybody can find me on rickyrebelrocks.com. That's my official website. If you want to add me on Instagram, it's growing. I want my, you know, get oh, those peeps up there. It's growing. No, like, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm just saying my Instagram, I don't know if it'll ever grow. I, it's like I'm at the point where I'm like, just nothing's happening. You've got to promote it. So that's why you can you can add me at Ricky Rebel. Yes. And then Twitter is at Ricky Rebel Rocks. And my Facebook is at Ricky Rebel Rocks. And I love <laughs> I had to think about it. I love talking to my fans. I always I have like a personal connection with them. So if you feel like writing me personal letters, um, I love that. Yeah, I saw you posted a photo on your Instagram of like with you and one of your super fans. It was yeah. like her birthday or something. It was her birthday. That was so cute. So, yeah. Was like, <laughs> that's Rachel Strauss. She's head of my street team. She Say hi to her. Hey, Rachel Strauss. She is watching this, I'm sure. I love you. Love you. Love you. It's she important. is so sweet. She's been with me from the very beginning, and uh, she's just a, a major 
she's a rebel. She's a she's, she's a part a of the revolution, rebel, and she's a part of the Rebel Street team. Rebel Street team. So you can follow the the Rebel Street team on it, it's Rebel at Rebel Street Team. On amazing, amazing. Uh, well, I love you. I think you're super fierce and fabulous, and I will be also a part of the street team. Uh, I've been your host, Allison Dean. You can find me everywhere at the Allison Dean, since I just keep it pretty simple. Uh, I also have a YouTube show called Winos and Onesies, which is a hoot. And maybe Ricky will join us on there. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him in a onesie any kind that he wants. Anyway, thank you for watching the concert experience, and we'll see everyone soon. Ciao. Ciao, baby. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 